In this recording, I'm going to be starting a new series focused on Hilchos Shabbos. And as in our other recordings, it will be more focused on the lumdis, on the concepts and the ideas behind the halacha, more so than on the practical rulings and conclusions. Although, of course, because we're studying halacha, so there will be practical ramifications to the information about how to act and what's allowed and what's not. Now, I'm going to base these discussions on a Sefer Minchas Baruch, from Rabbi Baruch Weiss, from Kiryas Yoel, outside of Muncie. And it's a very nice two-volume sefer on Hilchus Shabbos. He does a very good job of picking interesting ideas and developing nicely the different approaches to it and some of the major concepts in that halacha. So I'm going to use his sefer. He's graciously given me permission to present some of the information in his svarim. Of course, if you can get the original sefer, so there's always a benefit to seeing it inside, and there will be more information in there than we're going to go through in these recordings. But for people who are able to listen, so I'm going to try to present as much of the information and approaches and ideas in the Minchas Baruch as possible, and hopefully it will stimulate and give people ideas to think about in Hilchus Shabbos. I'm going to try to organize it as chronologically as possible, so we'll begin with the mitzvah of preparing for Shabbos on Friday afternoon. So that's the first few pieces in the second volume of the Minchas Baruch. In the second volume, first piece, he begins by analyzing various aspects of this mitzvah. The Shulchan Aruch in Simon Reish Nun Sif Aleph writes, Yashkim Baboker Biyom Hashishi Lachin Shabbos. The person should get up in the morning on Friday to begin preparing for Shabbos. Even if a person has slaves or servants who are going to prepare the Shabbos food and whatever he needs, but he should do something in order to prepare for Shabbos. And he quotes from the Gemara, Rav used to cut the vegetables. Rav of Rav Yosef used to cut the trees, the wood. Rav Zera used to light the fire. Rav Nachman used to clean the house and bring in the Shabbos objects and get rid of the muksa, the weekday objects. Umehem yilmad kol adam. So everyone should learn from these towering Torah giants, these greatest rabbis from the Gemara's period who would prepare for Shabbos themselves. So each person should learn from from them to also prepare for Shabbos in their home. And no one should say, I don't want to dishonor myself by doing lowly cleaning or preparing food. I'm more honorable. I have better things to do with myself because the Shulchan Aruch said, that is your honor to prepare for Shabbos. To honor Shabbos is the most honorable thing that a person could do. So there's a number of points in this passage in the Shulchan Aruch. The first is that the Shulchan Aruch says, Yashkim Baboker. The mitzvah is to start preparing for Shabbos as early as possible on Friday morning. In other words, many people start on Friday afternoon, but the proper thing, according to the Shulchan Aruch, is to begin in the morning as soon as a person begins their day. So this leads to a long discussion in the Mishnah Brura and the Be'er Halacha as to how to balance this with davening. Should the preparation for Shabbos begin even before davening, or does a person have to daven first? And this depends somewhat on the status of this mitzvah. Is it a biblical deoraisa mitzvah, or is it a later rabbinic drabanan mitzvah? So the Mishabura quotes two approaches as to where this mitzvah would be rooted in the Torah, where it's derived from, which would make it a deoraisa. The first is from Rashi on Shabbos Kofi Zainam Beis, where the Gemara itself says this halacha. 
Rav Chista said, "Laolam Yashkim Adam Lotzas Shabbos Shnei Marvahayah Biyamashishi Veichinus Asher Yaviu LaAlter." A person should start preparing for Shabbos on Friday morning, and he derives this from the pasuk with regards to the man, the food that fell in the desert, where it says that they should prepare the food that was brought to them. So it compares the hachana and the hava, meaning in the Torah it compares the Jews' preparation of the man to the falling of the man. So Rashi says, just like the man fell in the morning, it says, that they would gather it in the morning. So first thing in the morning, the man would fall. So in the same way, the Torah is saying that the preparation of the man, meaning the Jewish people's part of the process, should also be done first thing in the morning. So from there, we derive for all time that all of our preparation, our part in getting ready the Shabbos food, should be done first thing in the morning. That's approach number one to find this halacha in the Torah. Approach number two is in the Beis Yosef from the Medrash Tanchuma. It's again based on this Pasuk of Vahaya B'yom Hashishi, but it's not from the words Hachana, the preparation part. It's from the first word in the Pasuk, Vahaya. And the Medrash Tanchuma says Vahaya always means with alacrity, that it has to be quickly. And the proof is from the story of Goliath, the giant who was tormenting the Jewish people that eventually David HaMelech took down. And that was David's introduction to the leadership of the Jewish people. So it says, In the description of the battle, it says that the plishti got up and came forward for the fight. But the word used is vahaya. So you see that vahaya means with alacrity, immediately it was done. So in the same way, says the Medrash, when the Torah says vahaya by Yom Hashishi, that on Friday you should prepare for Shabbos, it means immediately on Friday, immediately when the day starts. So those are two sources, either from the word hechino esasher heviu, or from the word vahaya, that we derive that the preparation for Shabbos should happen first thing in the morning. Now, the Mishabura rules clearly that even though the preparation should happen first thing in the morning, Morning, but it should be done after davening. You shouldn't go ahead and start shopping and preparing food before saying Shema or before davening Shemona Esrei. First comes davening, and then afterwards you begin with the mitzvah of preparing for Shabbos. And the Mishabur even says that if someone generally learns after davening, then on Fridays they should still continue learning, and then after davening and learning they can go prepare for Shabbos. Unless there's some extenuating circumstances, which the Mishnah Brewer discusses, let's say the stores open very early in his town, and by the time he's done learning, he's not going to be able to find food. So then the Mishnah Brewer says he should go shopping before he learns. And let's say the stores open so early that he can't even daven, because by the time he davens, he'll have missed out on buying food for Shabbos. So then the Mishnah Brewer says that he would even be allowed to go shopping before he davens. He should try to say Shema first, but before he he could go rush to the store to get food before they run out. Even though in general we don't allow shopping or doing mundane things before davening, the Gemara says that it has to be cheftse shamayim. You have to do the objects of God before you do your own work. But here, says Mishabur, it's not your own work. It's not mundane shopping. It's for a mitzvah to prepare for Shabbos. So if one needs to, then they could do it before they daven. But in general, the Mishnah Bura holds that the mitzvah of preparing for Shabbos, even
even though it's supposed to be done first thing in the morning, does not displace the general mitzvah to daven and to daven properly with a minion. Ideally, first a person should daven, and then after that they go prepare for Shabbos. Now, interestingly enough, this issue is not so clear to the prima gadim, and he suggests that the issue of whether a person should prepare before davening or only after is actually a debate between the two explanations that we quoted before between Rashi and the Medrash Tanhuma from where we derive that a person should start preparing for Shabbos first thing Friday morning. If it's from the comparison of Hachana Tahava, that the preparation of the Mun should be done at the time when the Mun fell, so the Gemara in Brachos on Chavzayin and Aleph says that the Mun was available the first three hours of the day. The Torah says that they would go out and collect it, and whatever was left, the Cham Hashemesh Venamas, the sun would melt. So the Gemara explains that that was in the fourth hour, meaning they had the whole first three hours to go collect their money. So according to Rashi, that we derive the mitzvah of preparing for Shabbos from when the mun fell, that means a person does not need to start preparing for Shabbos as soon as they wake up within the first few minutes, but rather they have the first three hours to start preparing. So, of course, they can daven first, and that won't take them till the end of the first three hours. In fact, Shema is supposed to be done by the end of the first three hours. So after they daven, they'll go ahead and start preparing for Shabbos within the first three hours. But that's clear that davening should precede preparing for Shabbos. As opposed to the Medrash Tanhuma that derives it from the Haya, so that means that it should happen immediately, like Goliath the giant ran into battle, so that would mean that it should be done in the first few minutes as soon as they wake up, which means maybe it should even be done before they daven. That's the Primagudim's approach to this, so he does raise the suggestion that at least according to some authorities, one should even prepare for Shabbos before they daven. Now, the Mishabura in the Bear Halacha, which is his lengthier comments on specific issues, so he disagrees with the Primagadim, and he argues that no one would hold that you should prepare for Shabbos before davening on Friday morning. And he presents a few arguments against the Primagadim's view. So the first principle he invokes is Tadir V'She'eno Tadir, Tadir Kodam. If you have two mitzvahs to do, and one of them happens more frequently than the other mitzvah, so that one has priority. So invoking that principle here means that since Shema and davening are done every day, whereas preparing for Shabbos is only done once a week, so Shema and davening are more frequent, so therefore they should also be done first. So that would argue against the Prima Gadim's idea that one should prepare for Shabbos before davening. Now the Chaye Adam at the beginning of his Hilchos Shabbos, Klal Aleph Sif Bey, so he also discusses this issue. And he defends an idea similar to the Prima Gadim, not on a practical level, but on a theoretical level. Because there is an amendment to the rule of Tadir V'She'eno Tadir that a mitzvah which is more frequent comes first. And that is if the other mitzvah is Mikudash, it's holier, so then it can come first even if it's less frequent. So the Chayyadam argues that since Shabbos is holier than the rest of the week, so the food for Shabbos is a mitzvah which is mikudash, it's a holier mitzvah than saying Shema or davening. So even though davening is more frequent, but preparing for Shabbos, which is holier, should come first. So to this, the Be'er Halacha counters that even though Shabbos is more sanctified, but the mitzvah of preparing for Shabbos is not exactly the same as Shabbos itself. It's just a mitzvah to prepare for Shabbos. So that's not equivalent to the holiness of Shabbos. 
So even though Shabbos would be a holier mitzvah than davening, but preparing for Shabbos is the same status as davening. It's a regular weekday mitzvah. So therefore, because davening is more frequent, it should come first. So that's the Mishnah Brewer's first argument in favor of davening before preparing for Shabbos. The second point the Be'er Halacha makes against the idea that one should prepare for Shabbos before davening is that the Primagadim based that idea on the way the Medrash interprets the word Vahaya, that it should be done immediately in the morning. So one could have said that according to the Medrash, the Torah's commandment of Vahaya is displacing all other rules, even though there's a mitzvah of Shema, and in general a more frequent mitzvah comes first, but this mitzvah suspends all other rules, and it's telling us Vahaya, that first thing in the morning, even before Shema, before any other of the more frequent mitzvahs, a person has to start preparing for Shabbos. But says the Be'er Halacha, that doesn't really work, because this Pasuk was said at Marah, when the Jews got some of the laws of Shabbos before Har Sinai, before they got the rest of the Torah. So even if originally that's what the Pasuk meant, that the first thing a person should do on Friday morning is prepare for Shabbos, but later on when they went to Har Sinai and they got the rest of the laws of the Torah, including Shema, and including the principle of Tadir V'Sha'ino Tadir, that frequent mitzvahs come first. So at that point, that displaced the original ruling of the Haya, and it now means that after the giving of the Torah, we should daven and say Shema first and only then prepare for Shabbos. So we can't derive directly from the way the Medrash interprets Vahaya to our situation now after the giving of the Torah. The third argument the Be'er Halacha presents against the Prima Gadim's idea is that the word used in the Gemara is Yashkim. A person should get up early in order to prepare for Shabbos. But says the Be'er Halacha, early in the Gemara means the first three hours of the day. It doesn't mean at the crack of dawn. And he has a very creative proof for this because the Gemara says that again at the story of Goliath, the phrase that's used is Vayigash HaPlishti Hashkim Vahared. That Goliath would come to harass the Jews in the morning and in the evening. So the Gemara says that he was trying to prevent them from being able to say Shema. So he was coming at the times of Shema in order that they wouldn't say Shema, which would spiritually protect them in battle. So you see that the word Hashkem, to start early in the morning, means in the first three hours of the morning, because that's the time of Shema. So if so, says the Be'er Halacha, when the Gemara says Yashkim, that a person should start preparing for Shabbos early in the morning, it doesn't mean super early before they even daven. It means they should daven. That's still considered early in the morning if it's within the first three hours, and then they can go prepare for Shabbos. And then the Be'er Halacha gets into his final point, which is a very key point for this whole issue, and that is, what is the status of the mitzvah of preparing for Shabbos? Is that Do'oraisa or is it Drabbanan? Because if it's Drabbanan, then it seems very clear that it can't displace davening. Only if it's a Do'oraisa could one even suggest that one should do it before davening. So at first the Be'er Halacha says there seems to be a rock-solid logical reason that the mitzvah can at best be a drabanan. Because the whole mitzvah of Oneg Shabbos, of enjoying Shabbos, the Rambam writes in Paraglamet Halacha Aleph, is only Midivrei Kabbalah. It's not in the Torah. It's written by the later Nevi'im. So that gives it the status of drabanan. So if enjoying Shabbos itself is only drabanan, then certainly preparing for Shabbos can at best be a drabanan. 
But then the Be'er Halacha backs off from that and he says something very interesting. He says, even if enjoying Shabbos is only drabanan, but preparing for Shabbos might actually still be a Do'oraisa. And that's based on a comment of Rashi and the Bartanura at the beginning of Masachas Beitzah, where they interpret, based on the word Vehechinu, that the Torah is commanding that one has to think about what they're going to use on Shabbos from Friday already. So there is a mitzvah midoraisa to prepare for Shabbos on Friday. So that's a very interesting idea, even though the actual enjoyment of Shabbos is only drabanan. That may be because fasting on Shabbos would be a Doraisa problem. So even if one is not enjoying, but they do have to have food, otherwise they're going to violate a Doraisa of fasting over Shabbos. Now, both the Mishnah Brura and the Chayyadah make an important point, which is they believe that the whole suggestion that one should prepare for Shabbos before davening might not even be relevant to most of us, because it might only be referring to someone who literally will have nothing to eat. It's not about making some nicer food or preparing something to enjoy, but it's about someone going and getting basics because their cupboards are totally empty. Whereas if someone does have basic food that they could get through Shabbos, they're just preparing something extra nice, a nicer meal, which thank God is most cases nowadays. So then that would not displace davening, even according to the prima gadim, because they do have basic foods to eat. So this whole discussion might just be theoretical in a case where someone doesn't have any food whatsoever on Friday morning, should they prepare before or after davening. Now, the Be'er Alecha makes two final points, which are worth noting. First, he quotes the Seder Hayom, who has an even more extreme approach to this. And he says that not only should one not prepare for Shabbos before davening, but they shouldn't even miss davening with a minion in order to prepare for Shabbos. So if going to the minion is going to cause them to not be able to prepare for Shabbos, the Seder Hayom rules that they should still go daven with the minion. And the Baralacha thinks that that's too far the other way. Because there is a mitzvah to prepare for Shabbos. It might even be a Doraisa. But even if it's not a Doraisa, it's a Drabanan, which is hinted at in the Torah. So this is a very important mitzvah. So at least someone can miss davening with the minion and daven on their own in order to be able to prepare for Shabbos. So the Seder Ayom and the Prima Gadim both have more extreme suggestions. The Prima Gadim thinks maybe someone should prepare for Shabbos before davening anything. And the Seder Ayom believes that someone shouldn't even miss davening with the minion to prepare for Shabbos. Whereas the Be'er Halacha has a sort of middle approach, which is he believes that a person should daven and say Shema before they prepare, but they can miss davening with a minion if need be in order to buy food for Shabbos. And if they're not even able to daven Shemona Esrei before shopping, then they can at least say Shema and then go buy whatever they need and then daven. So that's the Be'er Halacha's approach to this. And he makes one final very fascinating comment, which is the Rambam seems to dispute this whole Halacha that one has to begin preparing for Shabbos first thing in the morning. Even though the Rambam quotes the general idea that everyone should prepare based on the way the great rabbis in the Gemara acted, but he omits the whole concept that it needs to be done first thing in the morning, the Rambam seems to hold that it can be done any time on Friday afternoon. And the question is why, when the Gemara in Shabbos states explicitly that a person should do it yashkim, early in the morning, 
So why does the Rambam omit that halacha? And the Be'er Halacha explains that this is based on another comment in the Gemara, in Baba Kamala Medbezam at Aleph, where it quotes the halacha of Isi ben Yehuda. The Mishnah says that if someone is running in the Rosh Hashanah, in the public thoroughfare, and they damage someone, so they're exempt, because a person has the right to run in a public space. But Isi ben Yehuda holds that they're generally obligated because that's unusual behavior to be running through public streets. Except for Friday afternoon, Isi says that they would be exempt because then it's normal to be running in order to prepare for Shabbos. And the Hagosa Shri in the commentary on the Rush adds that even though the language in the Gemara is that Isi holds someone who's running is exempt bein hashmashos at dusk time, but it means the whole afternoon. Because Isi is saying that whenever it's normal to prepare for Shabbos, which is Friday afternoon, so then a person who's running is exempt. So the Be'er Halacha argues very creatively that you see from here that according to the Gemara in Babakama, people only prepare for Shabbos in the afternoon, not in the morning. So there's a debate between the Gemara in Shabbos and the Gemara in Babakama. Do people prepare in the morning or only in Friday afternoon? And the Rambam who rules like Isi ben Yehuda, the way he's explained by the Gemara in Babakama, so that's why he omits any mention of this halacha that a person should start preparing for Shabbos early Friday morning because he holds that it's only in the afternoon. But then the Chafetz Chaim counters that maybe there is no debate between these two Gemaras. Maybe both Gemaras agree that one should start preparing for Shabbos in the morning, but they don't have to start running around until the afternoon, meaning the morning preparation is less hectic, and then the more hectic rushing begins later on in the afternoon. So there is no debate. But the Chavetz Chaim says that can't be because you're supposed to run to do every mitzvah. So once there's a mitzvah to prepare for Shabbos, then that's going to automatically involve running. Meaning the running is not because it's hectic and the person is rushed, but the running is because a person is supposed to be doing a mitzvah. So once he formulates that distinction, then the Chavetz Chaim does counter that maybe there is no debate between these Gemaras. And even though a person is supposed to be running to prepare for Shabbos, but they didn't exempt him because the running is not a chaotic, hectic running. It's just a calm running in order to do a mitzvah. So there's no reason he shouldn't be looking where he's going. And if he bangs into someone, then he's responsible. Only in the afternoon when time is running out, so he's actually rushing in a hectic way because he doesn't have much time left. So that's when he's exempt if he bumps into someone. So once you say that, then the Chavetz Chaim also says that maybe the Hagosa Shri's ruling is incorrect. And it's really only at dusk time that the rabbi said someone who's running to prepare for Shabbos is exempt because they really ran out of time. But the whole day, even in the afternoon, when it's common to prepare for Shabbos, maybe a person is supposed to be running to prepare for Shabbos, but they have to be looking where they're going, so they're responsible if they bump into someone. So this is the Chafetz Chaim's very fascinating discussion of this issue and some of the major comments which are made by the poskim with regards to when to begin preparing for Shabbos on Friday morning. And the basic conclusion he has is after davening, or if someone generally learns, then after learning, on Friday morning, then the mitzvah begins to prepare for Shabbos before the afternoon comes. 
And in the midst of this discussion, the Be'er Halacha touches on this issue as to whether the mitzvah of preparing for Shabbos is Doraisa or Drabanan. And based on the comments of Rashi and the Bartanura, he believes that it is a Doraisa. And that's what the Magen Avram and the Chayyadam also quote. So there are a number of poskim who believe that the mitzvah of preparing for Shabbos is a full Doraisa mitzvah. And it's learned out from Vehechinu that the Torah said that the Jews should prepare the man on Friday for Shabbos. And there's even a possibility that the rule that a person should start preparing early in the morning, not in the afternoon, could also be a doraisa because it's also derived from that pasuk. And there's another possible source in the Torah for the mitzvah of preparing for Shabbos, which is the Torah says, Lasos es ha-Shabbos l'doro sam olam. We say it in the Kiddush on Shabbos morning, that the Jews should do the Shabbos, they should keep the Shabbos as a covenant between God and the Jews. So Rabbeinu B'chayi comments in his commentary on the Torah, Shmos Lamed Aleph Tezayin, that the word la'asos in other places in the Torah can refer to preparing. So it could be the word la'asos as ha-Shabbos also refers to preparing for Shabbos. So that would be another source in the Torah that one should prepare for Shabbos in advance on Friday. Now, having seen how high a status and how important and central this mitzvah is, so we'll end this first recording about this mitzvah with just a few comments about how important it is. The Sharei Tshuva on the side of the Shulchan Aruch quotes from the Arizal, The sweat that one sweats while they're preparing for Shabbos is a tremendous merit to erase sins, just like the tears that one cries when they're repenting or davening to repent from their sins. So therefore, someone should work very diligently for the honor of Shabbos. And the Kafa Chaim and Simen Reish Nun, Sifkat Hay, quotes a similar statement from that Rizal. Now, in Sifkat and Tess, the Kafa Chaim quotes a very interesting leniency from that Rizal, which is really a very lenient approach to this whole halacha. And he quotes that the Rizal said that Vahaya Bayom Hashishi Vehechinu, the preparation for Shabbos on Friday, is really a reference to Shnai Mikra Vechad Targum, which is the halacha to read the Torah twice and the commentary of Unkelis once. So that Rizal on Friday morning would immediately read that and he would say that that was his way of preparing for Shabbos. So the Kafachaim adds to this that someone who really is unable to prepare for Shabbos, they don't know how to make anything, or if they're a tremendous Torah scholar and all they do is study Torah day and night and they really want to have no involvement in cooking or shopping. So that person is able to get away with fulfilling this halacha in the minimal way possible based on the Arizal's approach, which is reading Shnai Mikravecha Targum in the morning. So they're studying the Parsha of the week on Friday morning. And then in the afternoon, they prepare the candles for Shabbos lighting, and that's enough to fulfill this commandment. So that also touches on the whole issue of the Mishnah Brura with regards to davening before preparing for Shabbos. According to the Arizal, one can daven and stay Shnai Mikra Vechad Targum, study the Parsha, and that would be considered preparing for Shabbos. So it's a big leniency in these halachas, but it's also a very beautiful idea that learning the Parsha of the week is the spiritual preparation for Shabbos, which counts equivalent to preparing the foods and other physical preparations. And finally, we'll end with a very interesting comment of the Chavetz Chaim in his Sefer Shem Olam, the fourth chapter. He quotes that he heard from Gadol Hador Echad, one of the great Gedolim, a great Torah giant, that the rabbis say 
that in the next world, souls which are being punished for the sins they did get a reprieve on Shabbos. So even if a soul needs to be punished, but on Shabbos it gets a break. And this is a very important tradition. It's one of the reasons why we try to draw out Shabbos and extend it, and why we delay a little bit the davening on Saturday night. It's a way of preventing the souls from going back to their punishment during the weekday. So the Chavetz Chaim quotes from this Gadol that the soul's reprieve does not start when Shabbos actually begins at sunset, but it starts when that person began their preparation for Shabbos in this world. So if someone started at 8 a.m. on Friday morning, that's when in the next world their Shabbos time span will begin. So that's another good reason to begin the preparation earlier on Friday morning rather than later because that's what will determine when our Shabbos time span is if, God forbid, we did something that needs to be punished for.